community content from Concentrate. You're up and Adam with Adam Montiel. Day. Thanks for being up and Adam. My name is Adam Montiel. Gorgeous sunshine once again today. Temps in the mid-60s all over town. That's North County, South County, beaches, all looking good in the 60s. Now, at nighttime, that's when things change a bit. It gets cold. Temps in the upper 30s in North County, a little bit warmer at the beaches and in San Luis Obispo. We have a fun show. Fun show today, Exotic Animals, Zoo to You. Now, during COVID, these guys are on the east side of the 46, and they would do conservation things for schools, and they would go out, shoot, they would put their animals on the, the Tonight Show, work with, like, Jack Hanna. But after COVID, Zoo to You kind of became You to Zoo. And now they have the accommodations, these, like, safari tents. You could stay there. And you feel like you're in the middle, you know, because you're on the east side of Paso, and you're kind of, you know, it's a little bit rural out there. And all you got to wake up to is the sounds of exotic animals, animals that would be in other continents normally. We're going to have Lisa Jackson from Zoo to You here at the Lobro Studios for our first exotic animal visit. I'm thinking, I saw the text. It's like a bobcat, a king snake, a sloth, a lemur, an owl. It's crazy the animals that the uh, these folks will help and rehabilitate and they're conservationists. So a lot of times people will get uh, these animals on the black market, like in a pet trade. And then zoo to you will come in once they get apprehended uh, because they're obviously illegal and zoo to you will come in and take these animals and take them on and take them in. And then what's so cool is the education aspect because the more we, and of course, young men and women are educated on these animals. It gets them aware. It gets them caring about them so they can then do the work, donate, and do whatever they can to help conservation. They got an event coming up on Saturday. When they do these events, they are so much fun. You think about going to like the San Diego Wild Animal Park or even the Santa Barbara Zoo, or we got one at Tascadero. But to do this and see some of these animals right here, Zoo to You has got a really cool and unique situation. Getting out there this weekend would be a lot of fun for the family. You can go to Zoo to You, spell it all out, zootoyou.org, and later on we will talk to Lisa Jackson. She'll be at the Lobro Studios with some exotic animales. And we're going to be chatting with her for the rest of the week, so I'm stoked. Also, Salvation Army, Hattie Davis is uh, working with the community outreach at Salvation Army. These guys are integral, not only in work here, right here in San Luis Obispo County, but also help out with our breaking and entering Christmas. I want to get the word out for that because they really need volunteers now. And if you have a little bit of time and you can ring a bell for an hour or so, it just makes sense. And of course, we will talk about our breaking and entering Christmas once again. Now, let's get into some lo-fi headlines. Up and Adams, lo-fi headlines. Now, this is a fun headline, one I never thought I would read again. It finally happened. Gas dropped below $4 per gallon in this slow county city. What city? I'll tell you in a second. But I remember thinking $3.99, what is going on? $4, it'll never get to five. What, $6, $7, it's crazy. $4 a gallon of gas is absolutely insane. Now, because of our state and because a lot of things are done in a lot of back-ass ways in our state, we have a lot of charges and taxes and assessments on our gas. We have different blends and uh, it makes our gas super, super expensive. 
mean, we have the most, the Central Coast has the highest priced gas station in the country, right? I think it's that Gorda one up uh, on the way through Big Sur. So $3.99 shouldn't make us happy. It really shouldn't when you look at the average price of gas like all over the United States of America. But we know what we've been paying for gas. So when we see $3.99 in Morro Bay at the Sinclair station, people are like, mah, 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 mah. people are excited. People are pumped, no pun intended. Okay, a little bit intended. 940 Morro Bay Boulevard, $3.99 per gallon. As of uh, the beginning of this week, the debit and credit price was slightly more expensive at 409. So bring your cash money and get it done. There we go, Sinclair. That's the way to do it. Our average price around the county is about five bucks, just under that. This week also marked the first time the average price has fallen below $5 per gallon in more than a year, that according to gasbuddy.com. Okay, what about the second cheapest gas? The article talks about the uh, truck stop. The San Paso truck stop at Wilsona Road, that's got uh, gas for $4.29. So there you go. Now, besides that Gorda station, who knows what that's at today? The most expensive gas, Shell Beach, that Shell station right off Shell Beach Road, $5.89. Damn. All right, where do you do most of your work? An office chair, maybe your couch if you're working from home? Here is another option. A writer from Slate.com just did a big column on how we should be sitting on the floor instead she claims it's done wonders for her body, that she's not the first to suggest this. She lifted it from a book called Built to Move and argues that our bodies aren't really meant to be sitting in chairs all day. You don't say, huh? It's okay sometimes, just not always. Sitting on the floor, of course, isn't always comfortable, but that's the point. It makes you shift positions a lot more, which can supposedly help your joints, lower inflammation, even up your metabolism. She says those standing desks are good too, and floor sitting is like the sequel to that advice. 10 years ago, experts were saying everyone needs a standing desk. Now it's everyone should be working on the floor. Who knew? Okay, you got invited to your neighbor's cousin's friend's Christmas party or something. Here's why it's okay to RSVP no thanks. A new study found that politely declining invitations to holiday parties can be good for your mental health. 77% of Americans have accepted an invitation to an event they didn't really want to go to because it seems rude to say no, but the study found hosts usually don't mind as much as we think they do. People in the study assumed it would leave the host disappointed, angry, maybe less likely to invite them to future events, but that wasn't the case. In general, people understand you can't make it to everything and we majorly overestimate how upset they'll be. They might feel a tad slighted, but they probably won't hold it against you. The study found saying no to some of those invites can be good for your mental health if it helps you avoid holiday burnout. Just don't be a Grinch and skip them all. Socializing in general is good for you and your mental health. And finally, this question is going viral after a woman claimed someone made her this offer for real. The offer, would you sell your dog for $200,000? A TikToker named Alexis Elliott recently got a Doberman puppy that's around six months old now. She claims somebody recently offered to buy the dog for 200 grand. And yeah, she turned them down. She told her husband no way because the dog is like her baby. She says she feels like she actually birthed it. She said she'd never sell her dog for any amount of money, but was curious what other people would do. Someone offered us 200K for our puppy and I told my husband absolutely not because I birthed her. Would you guys sell your dogs for 200K? Like, that is my baby. That is my baby. I birthed her. That is my child. Like, there's no money. I would not sell her. But it just got me thinking. I'm like, I wonder if people would have taken that 200K. So, 
would you sell your current dog or cat? And cat, does that count? Your dog, let's talk about dog. Would you sell your current dog for 200,000 bucks? Or do you agree that it's like selling your kid? It's like selling a family member, of course not. For what it's worth, most people in the comment section said, listen to this, they'd take the money. Dang, feel bad for those dogs. There's just absolutely no way. And it would suck if you got offered a serious amount where you both look at each other, but no, there's just no way. No amount of money would I get rid of Georgie. I want to thank our friends at the General Store, Paso Robles, for being up and Adam, offering local goods, hand-picked gifts, a curated cookbook selection, and all the best for your pantry and home. The team at the General Store, Paso, can help you pull together gift baskets for literally anyone. Helping people connect with dozens of local makers is their jam. Celebrating 10 years on the park, downtown Paso, open daily 11 to 6, 10 to 6 on weekends on Instagram at General Store Paso. Looking forward to talking to Jolie at the end of the week. Get some more holiday shopping ideas. Check out the General Store Paso. And those there, some lo-fi headlines. Up in Adams, lo-fi headlines. Okay, one of my favorite moments looking back through my camera roll over the years of doing radio has been the time when the folks from Zoo to You would come in and exotic animals would fill the studio and also pee in the studio and do some more things in the studio. But we've had literally just about everything from baby kangaroos to badgers, otters. I mean, it's been reindeer. What reindeer came in there one time? It is nuts. And I'm so excited to connect with Lisa Jackson. She's from Zoo to You. You can go to zootoyou.org, spell it all the way out. Z-O-O-T-O-Y-O-U.org. They got an event coming up this Saturday. We're going to talk about it and meet some really cool exotic animals. I think she's down here getting a getting a sloth ready. Thanks for being up and at them, Lisa. All right. Let's just start with Ed, Eduardo Debut. I call him Eddie Edward Scissorhands. Oh, this is your sloth. You've met Edward Scissorhands. Oh, yeah. He is a bigger boy now since the last time you met him. Oh, and he loves, he still loves hanging out in his bucket. Oh, here he comes. I love how you just bring this bucket. You can hang it oh, anywhere. Oh, it's my good boy. Look oh at that God. cute face. Sloths are... And still his favorite food. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's get that face. You know what he's... He can't see very well. You know, sloths are pretty much blind during the day, but they have a great sense of smell. So he is really curious and loves to smell things, new things. So he's, and he'll even reach out. Do you know, you know when people talk about um, a sloth being slow, they're really talking about a three-toed sloth, like the kind you saw in Zootopia. This guy can move. Really? Mm-hmm, two-toed sloths can move. You know, they eat things like lizards, insects. They gotta be able to catch those things. They eat eggs. Uh, he eats eggs? Yeah. Oh, it's scrambled eggs in the morning is one of his favorite things. Where do you normally find these? These are South American, Central and South America, and they're doing really well. Um, yeah, although deforestation is kind of affecting everybody. And the other thing that's really interesting, I just heard a new report that because illegal logging is becoming such a problem, their uh, roads are going farther into the rainforest than ever before. And so poachers are able to get closer and closer to these animals that used to just be, you, you couldn't have, there was no access to them. Wow. So Edward is a very quick two-toed. You're not seeing that right now. He's not doing much. He's just very curious right now. 
and he said, you just woke me up. He does sleep 20 hours a day. Does so. he really? Oh, he really does. Um, so he I'll wakes up, up eats some eggs, and that's about it. That's about it. He actually eats a nice big uh, plate of salad. Now watch this. This cracks me up. So he's, I can't believe he still fits in this bucket. He's a lot bigger. Come here, Eddie. I know I've got some stuff on me, but you're going to have to get around it. There you go. That's a good boy. There you go. This is why people love oh, sloths. That's my good boy. Oh, my God. And he's got this amazing fur. If you've got an extra hand, yeah, not yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, no, no, here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> you got to feel this fur. Really it's so soft. So soft. I keep his humidity at 80%. Do you know that people try to keep these as pets in about... Uh, 15 states, it's legal to have a sloth as a pet, but their average life expectancy in that situation is only about a year. Because can you imagine keeping your house at 85 degrees and 80% humidity? No, that's impossible. Nobody's yeah. going to do it. No one's going to do it. No, and the animal can't survive unless you do. That's why it's, it's not fair to have these. You it's can't, not fair, you can't yet, have these. Yet they are legal. Well, like Nevada, so, Vegas, things like that. Oh, yeah, and there are states that you wouldn't even imagine, too. Um, it's, it's crazy. Every state is just so different. I think if you've grown up here in California, you just don't realize the different states. You know, you think that everything's illegal. Yeah. Oh, you can go to Florida and find a monkey running around. That's crazy. That somebody lost. Yeah. Yep. So oh. what do we got going on this weekend, Lisa? This is pretty exciting. So, uh, oh, we love it. It's our annual, uh, holiday, wild holiday event this Saturday from three to six at the zoo, 2445 Adobe Road, right here in your own backyard in Paso Robles. Um, we have about 80 animals and you're gonna get a chance to see most of them. And the coolest part is you're gonna interact with a lot of these animals. Uh, we're gonna have a wildlife show. I'm so excited. Some of our uh, supporters are musicians and they're gonna be there singing and caroling to us. Santa, Santa's uh, wife, Mrs. Claus, and some elves are going to be there too to take pictures. We created a, a beautiful sleigh ride where Santa Santa will be sitting in the sleigh, and you can hop in there with. No him way! How cool! Picture. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Okay, so it's this weekend. Kids. Do you need tickets before you go? How do you do it? You do need tickets because we have limited how many people. We want to make sure it's a very special encounter, and so I didn't want to sell too many tickets. So they are limited. So you're going to want to get online zoo2u.org. Um, as soon as you're done listening to this report, get online and get your tickets. What hours? What, what, what time are we doing this? Three to six. I wanted to make sure that we were, uh, part of the event was during the day. Yeah. And then the magical, yeah. magic that happens at nighttime. I love that. Um, yeah, Zoo when you nocturnal animals come out. Spell it all the way out. Zoo2u.org. And we were talking before we jumped on the air. You know, ever since COVID, things really changed and manifested for you guys in a big way. And now it's like you to zoo. And you guys have these encounters that, look, we'd love for you to come out this weekend. But if you can't, these encounters are all the time. Every day. So you could go online. I suggest you go early because I'm already booking out for Christmas. People want to make this their Christmas present to their fam family and friends. Uh, they want to spend, they're even spending the holiday with us. Uh, so it's, it just shows you just how special this um, encounter is. You you're going to meet animals and get to interact with animals like otters. Uh, with, you'll get to see uh, kookaburras, um, insects, reptiles, just so many different, oh, kangaroos, of course. If you do an animal encounter, then you get to walk right into the outback. We're right under Australia with how many mm -hmm. kangaroos we got. Yeah. Paso is right under Australia. <laughs> <laughs> That's so exciting, though. And, you know, this is really, we've gone there for Christmas Day with you guys before. And it's just so much fun because it's, 
it's something for all ages, no matter who you are, how old you are. You love looking at these exotic animals and seeing how they react. And they're also just, you know, very natural, but also very calm and sweet. And I mean, these are animals that if sometimes you've had to rescue. I mean, this is a conservation effort, but you allow folks to kind of come appreciate them as well. Well, this is a great example. This adorable animal here uh, was taken right out of the wild and brought into the U.S., to become somebody's pet. And they were able to confiscate him before he ended up in somebody's house. Um, that is happening more often. I think the latest report that I heard was because of deforestation and uh, illegal logging, that roads are being built out into the middle of nowhere, into these rainforests where people never had access to. And now they're able to get to these animals. Um, I. It's really incredible, some of the animals that are being brought across the border. And I think about the ones that are caught, like Eddie was the lucky one that got, that was found and confiscated. But what about all those that make it across? Yeah. You know, that's, wow. yeah. All right, we got uh, Lisa Jackson here. She's from Zoo to You. <laughs> Zoo2You.org, spell it out. We got a uh, sloth here. This is a two-fingered, what is this? Two, well, you're right, two-fingered. They kind of renamed them because two-toed doesn't make any sense. Confet uh, considering all sloths have three. He holds on to you like a koala bear on a tree. Like He really does. This one just Look at loves that. you. Oh, this is and those are some pretty gnarly talons, claws, whatever you call them. Yeah, if he's upset, he can swipe with those. So if he needed to defend himself, let's say he was high up in the canopy and a, and a um, harpy eagle or something came down for him, he could swipe at them. This guy can eat lizards and bugs, so he's obviously quick enough to catch them. He'll go up and That's a good point. It. Yeah. Um, whereas the three-toed sloths, a lot of people don't realize they only eat leaves. So deforestation is really affecting them a lot more than this this species. What is the uh, other differences between, aside of the obvious, of a two-toed and a three-toed? Well, just that alone, their diet is so diverse. These guys are omnivores. They're eating um, so many uh, different, they're eating flowers. One of his favorite things is uh, hibiscus flowers. Of course, in the wild, all sorts of different kinds. Um, they also eat fruit. And the leaves, of course. The hair is but. so interesting because it reminds me of Georgie. Our dog has this ah. like wiry, scruffy look to it where when a lot of people yeah. just look oh, at it, they time. think it's going to be wiry, but then you touch it and it's it is so magnificently soft. So Very what's interesting soft. about a sloth's hair is that you'll see in the wild, they kind of look rough. They don't look cuddly. They might even have a, a tint of green on them. It's because their fur is C-shaped. Where ours is closed, there's a C-shape. It's like little pots, and things grow inside of those that C-shaped hair. So he can have moss, algae, even flowers can be growing out of him. He can reach around if he needs something to eat and, uh, and no just nibble way. off of something on his in his fur. What a trip. Now think about an animal like that that sleeps 20 hours a day. He wants to hide, so he looks like the tree because he's just covered in all the things, the moss and everything that would be on the tree. Now watch. I told you how fast. Let's let's see if we can. Um, See if he'll move for us, because this is. Come on, Ed. You want to get back in your bucket? She's holding See, his basket up. He's See, yeah, he's grabbing fast. right at it. See? He's like, I want to be back in my basket, Mama. Get in your bucket. Oh, that is so cute. He just holds upside down. That. Are they related to koalas at all? They do a lot of the same stuff. They're weirdly related to armadillos. Weird. And anteaters. Look yeah. at the bottom look of those feet. And look at his look at his little bum. He doesn't have a tail. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's so. 
Look at where are you going, Eddie. He's this is why, like, like, I'm not ready to be Kristen dead. Bell and have <laughs> the, and people have like fascinations over sloths. They're just so interesting. They're well, so cute. And people want to cuddle them, but they're not social animals. Yeah. They really make a terrible pet. They sleep all day. Um, they're they're not. They don't uh, interact with each other. So why would they want to interact with a human? I mean, he's really good with me, but I've spent a lot of time. My guests that come and do an animal encounter usually get to feed him and maybe give him a little pet, but that's about it. He doesn't really want, and and one of the things that I stress with my animals is we never make the animals do anything. We ask, it's always their choice. I want happy animals. When you come, and that's why you'll see, you see people tell me all the time, your animals are so happy. You can see Eddie, he's just like, this is cool. He's so cute. I see why people love sloths. All right, Lisa Jackson here from Zoo to You. We're going to uh, come back tomorrow. We're going to talk all about this event happening on Saturday. She's got more animals for the rest of the week. I understand we got a bobcat later on. we got all kinds of stuff. Thank you, Lisa. It's up and out. Okay, too much fun. We're going to have them back, uh, Zoom you on tomorrow and Friday. Bobcats, lemurs, owls, lots of stuff coming. That sloth was really something so cute. You got to go check out the uh, Insta. At Adam on the air is my Instagram. You got to check out the pictures and the video from this sloth. Uh, thanks to our friends at McClintock's. The place to be since 1973, 50 years. Steakhouse, the saloon, the products. How about that McClintock's Recipe 15? Maker's Mark exclusively created this whiskey for McClintock's. And starting next year, the FMC Beans will be on shelves in stores. Celebrating 50 years, check out McClintock's.com. Okay, we will talk about breaking and entering Christmas coming up next. First, I want to introduce you again to Hattie Davis. She works with the Salvation Army. These folks do incredible work. My dad has told me stories and stories of how these guys were integral with uh, his mom and his brother when they were growing up in downtown LA after just getting here from Mexico. It's incredible what these guys do, the Salvation Army, and they're doing it right here in our own backyard. They have always helped big with our breaking and entering Christmas. Thank you so much for being up in Adam Hattie. Hi, good morning. Okay, so we, you guys have been year after year so helpful with our breaking and entering Christmas, and I know that this year is an especially big time and need for you guys, for volunteers, and whether they're ringing the bell with some kettles out in front of stores or a myriad of different things, talk about some of the needs that you guys have at this time of year. Um, right now, we have the bell ringing, like you said. Um, we're also making up um, hundreds of food boxes for um, families in need around the county as well as um, needing volunteers for our distribution day for the toys as well. So if you want to volunteer for, let's say, a kettle, how does somebody do that? What sort of demands do you make of someone's time? What do they have to like sign up for? Um, so they would reach out to us at the Slow Core um, and ask for me, Hattie. I'm the volunteer coordinator. And, and it really is up to you and your time. So some people do it for one hour, up to six hours, and... You, it, the locations for us are here in Slow. The service extensions take care of their own bell ringing, but all of our locations are here in Slow, and we have about seven uh, different locations. So it's really like closest to where what works for our volunteers. And when you talk about like the Slow is the core, but all the different, let's say the Pismo Beach or whatever, like these all have Salvation Army has different services, say in North County or here or there. But this is like the the hub, the Slow hub of it all. Yes, we do a lot of uh, social service work out of here. Our street outreach program runs out to hear as well as um, a lot of the kettle ringing and, and holiday stuff comes out of here. 
Now, I know that the breaking and entering Christmas has been something that is really just one element of what you mean you guys are so you guys are so generous to to help how you can christmas time you really see a lot of need talk about what the salvation army you know really sees during the holiday season we see i mean wow hundreds and hundreds of toys coming through our door clothing shoes um people fulfilling angels people just dropping up off toys for the the angels that didn't get chosen out of our list and and right now we have close to 300 um angels that will be receiving gifts this year now, if somebody is able to donate a toy um, or some services with their with bell ringing, how is the best way to get a hold of you if they have something they want to give or if maybe they want to give their time? They can contact us at the Slow Core or they can come straight here if they have toys or, or clothing or any kind of donations. Clothing we can also use for outreach and things like that. So just dropping into the core is always the best way. And that's at 815 Islay Street here in Slow. My dad was even enlightening me on the phone just like the other day of so many aspects of the Salvation Army that I didn't even really understand that helped him when he first migrated here. He lived in downtown LA and there is uh, this center, this big center on 11th Street in downtown LA that's still going on to this day. It's super incredible the stuff they do. And he had, he has such vivid memories of the way, you know, he has a single mom situation and the way that the Salvation Army helped he and his brother during some really pivotal times. And if they didn't have anywhere to go, um, especially after school in downtown LA and that time, like it, it could have gone really bad with the Salvation Army was really, you know, kind of helped lean them to a direction that was honorable, you know? Yeah, and we also have programs like that here in Slow. We have youth programs, um, a music program, and we have church right here at, at the core as well. All right, so uh, check out Hattie Davis. She is the, uh, what, what do we call you here? You're just like HBIC. You're doing everything here. I know, right? It's t- the county <laughs> services manager right now is the, is the title. <laughs> and I know when it's not the holidays, I always like to talk to you about the work that you're doing out and about in the in the homeless and unhoused community because there is a lot of need there. And you literally are like feet on the ground, know these people by name, know their situations like intricately. Yes, primarily in the North County, um, we are down in the riverbeds, in the encampments, um, in in the streets, uh, trying to meet the clients where they're at and get them connected to services. Well, Salvation Army does some fantastic work right here in our own backyard, and they also are very generous in helping us with our breaking and entering Christmas. They've been involved in almost every year that we've done it. Now we're in our 10th year. We have Hattie here from the San Luis Obispo Corps of the Salvation Army. Well, happy holidays. Thank you in advance for all you do for breaking and entering and for all you do in the community, Hattie. It's really a pleasure to uh, chat with you here. Thank you. This is my second time uh, on the show, so that's super exciting. Thank you for all you do. Yeah, I can't wait till after the holidays when we can talk to you about some of the outreach that you're doing. And again, if you want to reach out for a volunteer, what's the best way to do it? Is it just call, email? Call the San Luis Obispo Corps. Call the San Luis Obispo Corps and volunteer your time, your services, maybe donate to this great organization, the Salvation Army. Hattie, thank you so much for being up and Adam. Thank you. Thanks again to Hattie Davis of the Salvation Army here in San Luis Obispo. And thanks to our friends at Dow Vineyards. You know, it is gift-giving season. These folks give us our community uncork segment. Going to get into our breaking during Christmas. And there's no better gift than Pastor Robles wine this holiday season. Dow Vineyards, they got these great gifts, special for clients, maybe someone special who loves to just taste wine. They have these tasting packs. And you can get the estate selection, the reserves, even a 15, 16, 17 vertical of their soul of a lion. Great for checking out many wines without having to buy many bottles. The wines come perfectly sound in little 100 mil vessels ready to go. Check out DowVineyards.com for more. 
All right, our breaking and entering Christmas. Here we are. We are in that clutch time where if you want to reach out for anything, a cash donation, I've had a couple of those come in. Um, you want to you, you want to drop off something? Maybe you're in the North County. We got a drop off in the North County at North County Copy and Parcel. Penny texted me a really sweet picture. I've already seen bins filling up her kind of front foyer area. I just love it. I'll be getting those very, very soon. So get on that if you want to make that delivery before it's too late. I got a text today from a family member of the family that we helped last year. Now, this text actually came from the family member we helped. And so they walked into the house seeing what they saw, but then later on, they saw the news covering it. And the text says, I just watched the news. I can't believe how loving and kind people are. I'm overwhelmed by the generosity. Our community found a way to make the kids feel so special and have real joy right now. I didn't know if that would even be possible this year. I feel so much love and compassion from people that I don't know and who don't know me. The world really does have more good than bad. Yeah, I just let that sit with you for a second. That is what, you know, that's what's going on in a family's head and heart. The four walls that we're going to get into are four walls that are have lately heard tears and crying and confusion and chaos and maybe hopelessness. And when they walk into that house after we've been there, it is gonna be something new and fresh and it's going to lay the foundation for a Christmas that this family will have and that they will certainly never forget. You can help make that happen with our Breaking and Entering Christmas. Just go to the website, adamonteal.com, click on the Breaking and Entering tab. You got a list of the kids there, seven-year-old boy, five-year-old girl, a list of what they like, what they're into. And then if you wanna know more about mom and dad, one of them, we're not saying who, because we're trying to keep this family anonymous. One of them is dealing with a stage four cancer diagnosis that has spread and that doctors are very, very concerned about. The whole family is, I really think, wondering, is this going to be our last Christmas? The four of us, this family unit that we've made. When you let that sink in, that is so tough. And especially considering last year, we were there just weeks after dad passed away from cancer. It's everyone getting this so young for? People in their 30s getting cancer just breaks your heart. So we ask for your heart and your hand in our Breaking and Entering Christmas, whatever you want to donate. Maybe your business, you can pull something together. I had a handyman. I don't know if he wants me to say his name. I'll ask him and I'll say it another time. I had a handyman who texted me through the radio station that was um, pumping this up, I think 95.3 The Beach, got a hold of them and says he wants to help. You know, do they have anything at the house? It's like, I, I, you know, I don't got a lot of money to donate. It's been a slow year, but I, I got, my, got my hands. I got some labor and I'm happy to give it. Like, I'm just sitting on the phone with this guy, completely moved. It's so amazing. So thank you for anything that you're willing to give. Go to adamonteal.com, reach out there, reach out on your socials. If you want to donate cash, gift card, presents for the kids, whatever it is, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks to our folks at United Staffing Associates have done this every year. Red Oak Security always has a hand and a heart for this. They just do it behind the scenes. They don't do it for any notoriety. It is so incredible the way people step up. I know General Stores putting some baskets together for the family. So thank you in advance for everything you are doing for this family and our breaking and entering Christmas. All right, coming up tomorrow, we will talk with Robin Coleman from the Woods Humane Society. Also, we have more from Lisa Jackson, 
from Zoo to You. They got a big event coming this Saturday. Go to Zoo to You, spell it out, zoo2u.org and get tickets. It is completely immersive. You're going to be right next to, in front of, smelling these exotic animals. It is so cool. Makes people of all ages smile, feel so good interacting and learning about being educated on these exotic animals. Until then, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Wednesday. Thanks so much to Dan Curcio, Moonshiner Collective, for original music on the show. Start again. Full Cup Solutions, thank you for technical consideration. And to you for rating, reviewing, subscribing to the podcast, telling a friend, sharing with a friend, and just listening and making us the first podcast of your day. Thank you so much for being up and at them.